You're listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. I am here at Liberty I, Forum. Did I slide down in the chair or something? <laughs> no, you're great. You're great. No, you'll get out of you'll get out of shot if you do that. Okay, um, me... But it does add to the whole vibe of uh, what you're going there. But no, you look you look fantastic right now. Periscope. I do this periscope bit where I like go down from the camera and come up. <laughs> this is going to be the most entertaining live stream. Uh, so this is the one and only Vermin Supreme. And uh, and I've met you many occasions before. I met you, I interviewed you during the, the last election, actually, where you ran as a libertarian uh, candidate. You ran in the running to become the libertarian candidate. Yes, I for- was a candidate for the nomination of the Libertarian Party uh, in 2016. Um, unsuccessfully. However, I have very high hopes for the 2020 nomination. Um, with Mr. Uh, William Weld, who has switched his party affiliation to Republican, um, I believe, and uh, it seems that common wisdom is that I am indeed the presumptive nominee of the Libertarian Party. Well, I think is that if there's one thing that you bring to the Libertarian Party is you bring a sense of like respect to the party, a seriousness, I would say, to the Libertarian Party and to politics in general. Uh, so walk me through the Vermin Supreme. Who is Vermin Supreme and how did you get into politics? Um, well, I believe it is true that my gravitas is undeniable. Um, I have become an elder statesman of wingnuts, if you will. And I have come about through and into politics uh, through a very organic uh, process, uh, which was not uh, interested in politics at all. Um, I first ran for mayor of Baltimore, Maryland, uh, just for something to do. Because, you know, if you've got nothing to do, if you're bored, you can always run for mayor. That is a thing you can do. It's very true. And I I thought it would be a good way to connect with my local community and a good way to uh, bump up the profile. Uh, Of course, uh, running for office is always a good way to bump up one's profile. Uh, People run for president. Or bump down your profile because politics, you know, not everyone looks looks highly upon politics. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, politics is uh, is dirty business. It's true, and I don't mind getting a, a little dirty now and again. Is that why you wear the uh, Wellington boot or rubber boot yes, on your uh, head? You might end up with a little muck uh, here and there, so a good mucking boot is uh, is preferable. And uh, so, over the years, of course, I, I've run for any number of different things. Um, I first started working in the New Hampshire primary. Of course, the New Hampshire primary is legendary in that it is a very small state. Uh, that every it is the first in the nation primary. Uh, candidates uh, who are on the slate, you'll, you'll get every last one of them up here. Uh, senators, uh, near do wells, and all sorts of people running. They all have campaign headquarters. They all have campaign buses. They all have campaign events. Uh, the media is here. International national media, local media, uh, and national media, it's all here. And uh, I guess around 1992 was the first time that I started working the New Hampshire primary uh, as a uh, using it as a format, as a canvas, if you will. Um, well, you, like when you say using it, you were, you were running for office? Well, right? Yes, I was uh, seeking, uh, essentially they were presidential equivalency. I was running for mayor of the uh, uh, United States, the lower 48. I was Mayor for, of the United uh, States. Is that an actual position? Well, I think Rudy Giuliani actually had it. Um, and, <laughs> of course, and I was running for emperor of the new millennium. Um, emperor of the new millennium. That's another position that I, I wasn't aware of. Oh, yes, but I, not even up for re-election until uh, 2,999. So it, that, that was a very good. What do you think your chances are when very, that comes up? Very well, very well. 
And uh, after a while, I realized that uh, I was uh, attracting a lot of media. There was a lot of interviews and a lot of times where I was... When you say you're attracting media, you, do you just mean like signals because you've got like some sort of antenna hiding under there? Well, I, I wrap it. It's lined with tinfoil uh, for obvious reasons. Oh, obviously. You don't want them intercepting brainwaves. You've got to you safeguard against that stuff. Very, very correct. And uh, I realized that by with all these ridiculous made-up... Uh, offices that it was taken away too much from the free ponies too much from the zombie preparedness uh, there wasn't time to discuss by the time I told them what I was running for there wasn't time to discuss mandatory uh, toothbrushing laws for example I know because there should be a law absolutely absolutely and uh, glad we're on the same place I feel like you may be one of the most sane people in po politics uh, sure why not sure why not I'm, I'm, I'm a reasonable man. I'm a reasonable person. Uh, yes, there, there's a lot of things that are uh, of the not real variety in my platform and presentation. However, I have a very uh, solid grasp on reality, unlike some of my opponents, not to name any names. Well, I do have to say, like, between you and Trump, I'm not sure who brings the ridiculousness to office. Very true. It's I, a I, tough I, competition. I have claimed that I did pave the way for him by uh, softening the ground in a way. Um, so there is that. And perhaps he, in turn, is softening the ground for me. It's a post-Trump error. Uh, now you need no qualifications uh, to run uh, to be... And you can be as ridiculous as you want in office, apparently, and it's taken away any sort of prestige that, you know, false prestige, obviously, oh, that one might gone. have had. That's all gone. It's, it's ready for me. People no longer put the, the presidency up on a pedestal, thanks for, you know, to Trump. I would like to say one of the nice things about running for president. I mean, many people run for presidents for many different reasons. Uh, to free peanuts? Free peanuts, uh, selling their books, uh, up, increasing their speaker fees, um, increasing their visibility uh, for any number of reasons. Um, Should I run for president? You should, and, and it's very simple, and it's very easy, and it's a, it's a self-declarative act. All you have to do is say the phrase, I'm running for president. Should I do it right now? Should I announce it on this live stream? That means I'm going to be competition for you, and we're probably going to have equal um, chances of being noticed. All right, I am, I'm running for president. Now, that simple self-declarative statement has made it so. It's a magic utterance. No, it's a fact. This, it is a fact. No one can dispute this fact. Nobody. Anybody out there? Is she running for president? She said so. Yeah. So it's a fact. Nobody can say, no, you're not, because then you can say, yes, I am. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter if you get any votes. It doesn't matter if you raise any money. It doesn't even matter if you tell anybody else. Just the sheer fact that you say it makes it so. It makes it very attractive. Uh, the state of New Hampshire is a very wonderful state because you can buy your way onto the ballot. $1,000 cold hard uh, U.S. fiat currency will get your name on the presidential primary ballot. Do they accept Bitcoin? I don't know if they do yet. Hopefully they that will. That might be a line for me. I don't know if I can enter back into the world of dirty fear. Well, you can be a writing candidate. Once again, it's wide open because you are running for president. You can come up here. You can make yourself a sign. You can tell people that you're running for president. And it's so. People might even vote for it. They might write you in. Uh, I hope so because I'd be a really good president. I I mean, you mentioned free ponies for all. Uh, I, my friend Francois, a lot of my, my subscribers, they're a big yeah. fan of Francois. He yeah. often wears like a hat for his hat. Uh, you know, you must like people who have interesting hats. Yeah. Um, but he wrote a song Especially that's hats. like, yeah, absolutely hats. He wrote a song where it's like, I want free health care for all. I want free health care for all. Da, 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 and a pony. Oh, it's like I a song about, song. yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. song. Um, but anyway, that could be my uh, campaign song. Yes. Yeah. And a pony, it will be called. Naomi Brockwell and a pony. And uh, so the New Hampshire primary is a, is a prime location for any sort of wing, not any sort of fringe candidate, because the fringe candidates come out of the woodwork. 
and uh, and the you know and you can do things that if you find if the media finds it interesting, um, they will give you coverage. I mean, it took me many years. I, I I've been up here. Who it was probably uh, up until uh, 2012, but I'd been running since '92, so I'd been campaigning up here 10 years. You've been running for this upcoming election since 1992. Ultimately, yes. This is a really long campaign you've been running. Ultimately, yes. It's a long game. A lot of preparation. Long game, and uh, it's taken me to a point where, um, with with very little, very little, um, other than my incredible fashion sense. Well, I was. You look dapper. Can I? Is that a tutu you've got wearing? It's beautiful, this man. And of course, uh, my visionary ideas uh, that seem to resonate with the people. How many ties have you got? All of them. All of He has all the ties. Ladies and gentlemen, Merman Supreme has all the ties, plus a 10, how many years? 92, 2002, says uh, almost, yeah, 30 year campaign that he's been running. That is why I'm the best candidate for the Libertarian nomination here in America today. He's got all the best people. He just is all the best choices. This this is your future president you're looking at here. So just now to I, sum things now, up. Am I, am I to assume that uh, a lot of Libertarians watch your podcast? Uh, you could assume that. And, uh, members of the Libertarian Party. In, uh, you could, could assume that. All right, well, uh, let me state uh, for the record that... Uh, there are arguments to be made as to why I am indeed the best uh, libertarian uh, candidate uh, in the run, in the, in the race at this point in space and time. So give me, to summarize uh, this video, give me um, an overview of why you are the best libertarian candidate and uh, what the future would look like with you as the president. Well, I don't think we have to worry about the, the future as president. Now, I can tell you that uh, it's all here in my new book. iPony, uh, Blueprint for a New America. It's a story about uh, the future, long after a vermin supreme presidency, long after uh, the secret dental police have set up their checkpoints every couple hundred feet, long after zombie power fuels the nation, and uh, all of these beautiful things. It's a warning from the people of the future to you, the people of the present, their past, um, that Vermin Supreme is a madman and must be stopped. Uh, so um, I don't know if, I mean, sure, Kokish has a book out, but I, I think this one is much more exciting and much more informative and uh, will lead America into the 23rd century. Um, so there's that. Now, I think the, the most pressing issue that uh, comes across my mind that a lot of uh, would-be supporters say, uh, we're the Libertarian Party. We don't want to be seen as a joke. We don't want to be taken as a joke party. Whereas the presidency isn't seen as a joke at all right now. It's a very serious thing that people should take very seriously. But I believe that it's in the framing. I believe that the Libertarian Party could frame it in a way that they would not be considered a joke party. They could frame it in a way that we are the Libertarian Party. We are a party of ideas. We are a party of ideals. We have very serious agenda items. We have very serious people. However, the duopoly, the presidential elections are a joke and therefore with love and spite we present vermin supreme i believe that the libertarian party can put up a joke candidate without being perceived to be a joke party i am uh, promising to work uh, with the libertarian party leadership i am making the libertarian party platform my own in addition to my own flights of fancy of ponies and zombies it will be strictly about the platform of the party because a nominee for a, pre a party needs to be able to present the ideas of that party to the public and that is what i'm willing to do i am willing to compromise um, i believe i'm a very reasonable person many of these other libertarian candidates 
are wing nuts. They say things. They say crazy things that do the party no favor. Um, and so I can only say that I will not do that. I will say crazy things, but they will not harm the party. People will know what they're getting. They'll know what to expect. And I believe that... Well, that's the thing. Sometimes you vote for these candidates who you... I mean, they come across very well. They come across as very serious. But they end up being the wing nuts, right? They end up being the crazy people. Oh, strange things have happened. Very strange things to happen. And as they say, when the going gets weird, uh, the weird turn pro. And... Uh, that's the way it's going. That's the way it's looking. And uh, I have reality a, TV star as our president. So. Shout out to my campaign staff. I've got a real campaign staff. We're having weekly meetings. Uh, the when fundraising you say staff, is underway. Is it just like a literal staff? Is well, that-, it's that too. And the polls are literally literally polls. Uh, but you know, I, I mean, let I can say that my imaginary campaign is through the roof. It's big. It's international. It's intergalactic. It's 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 wow. uh, it's amazing. You've got an intergalactic it's campaign right Absolutely. now. That's fan- fantastic Absolutely. to hear. But where the at where the flights of fancy meet where where it meets the rubber where the rubber meets the road, transferring my whole thing shtick uh, crazy world into reality, um, that's where it gets interesting. And uh, you know when I appear real on real ballots and appear in public and, and take on the police and and do all of these different things, and I like to plug my movie Who Is Vermin Supreme, the name of this segment, but it's uh, the name of the Steve on Derek documentary. It makes it's a me documentary. Where can people find it? Uh, it is on Amazon Prime and uh, uh, Xbox and a whole bunch of other places. I'll put a link below in the details for you. Please do. Um, it's and it's very informative. I think if uh, you're not familiar with my uh, overall work as an activist, the the whole depth and breadth of it, uh, you should watch that. Um, uh, a lot of people just know me as, a, as the goofball candidate with goofball. the boot what, what, um, Where is this goofball? I, uh, lies, of course. Uh, I, I tell, you find those people for me and I will set them straight. That is outrageous. Outrageous. Enough of this. These slanders, it's lies. Lies! Lies, I tell you! Sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. Where were we? Very serious conversation, I think. Yes. Pony Up America. Oh, Pony Up America. I was talking about Pony Up America is the name of my 527. Uh, It's an actual political organization. Uh, It's uh, my campaign fund. To get everyone a free pony. Absolutely. After I get Thank God. I was waiting for a political candidate who would finally address this pressing concern that I haven't seen anyone. Ponies in America. It's a terrible, terrible thing. The lack of free ponies as well. Do you see any ponies here today? No, I see. Everyone have the right to a pony? I was president. If this was my, then we'd all have ponies, of course. We'd have a pony right here between us. I'm going to add that as the 415th Amendment. Right to ponies. Right to ponies. Yeah. Got to fight. Surely there's right. something we can add to like the interstate ponies. commerce law um, that adds in some sort of pony um, co-opting an organization that we can just redistribute so. the ponies. Uh, once Article 5 uh, kicks in, once we do have a congressional caucus, um, yeah, all, all things are on the table. Uh, and it sounds like uh, the Article 5 Amendment is a, or Amendment 5 uh, Amendment move, moving right along. Um, enough states have seemed to have put together enough uh, votes uh, to make it a, a potentially real thing. Well, as you said, we do need to fight for our right to pony. And I really appreciate your time here, especially as you are running a very successful intergalactic uh, campaign right now. Yes, so, thank you for uh, your endorsement. Absolutely. Thank you. I endorse Vermin Supreme, especially as my uh, VP for my upcoming presidential run. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. Reciprocal. Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? Why do you just need one VP? Why not have a bunch of them? Exactly. Well, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Together, we will ride our ponies into a (laughs) zombie-powered future, my friends. Victory!
victory will be ours. Walk with me, people. Skip with me, people. Hop with me on one foot, people. We will... Excuse me, something in my throat. Sorry, no worries. You are that's fantastic. For extra material and any links mentioned in this podcast, please visit naomibrockwell.com. If you'd like to watch the video version, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or DTube. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future.